Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, where we cut through the fog of overwhelm so you can see all the ways to start creating a life that works for you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. Maybe you can hear from my voice that I've got a cold. Hmm. Why am I telling you this? Um, because it's been really interesting watching, neutrally noticing what's going on in my mind and my body during this process of having a cold. So I don't want your sympathy, but thank you anyway, because I know some of you will be sending me your best wishes. I'm not particularly ill, I just have a cold. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it's really interesting to me how I'm approaching it differently than how I would have got colds in the past. First of all, I was really surprised (laughs) because I'm genuinely just healthy these days. I have lots of energy, more energy than I think I possibly had in the whole of my 40s because I was overworking and pushing myself too hard. Yeah, I have loads of energy and I rarely get sick, Um, particularly colds. I don't really, whereas I used to get them all the time when I was overworking, like constant virus after virus after virus. I was always a little bit run down, never, felt like I never quite recovered. Whereas this cold is just curious to me. So I just noticed that I suddenly had a really sore throat. Um, and then I was doing that cartoon sneezing. So it's like a cartoon cold. It's like a proper cold. It's just a cold, you know, a little bit of a sore throat, that funny runny nose where your nose just suddenly drips, like in a pretend way, like in a cartoon. And that kind of quite pleasant sneezing, which is quite polite. It's just funny. This is funny to me. I think I've got a slight temperature, which is a good thing, because that means that my immune system is kicking in. And what's why I'm laughing about it is because I'm able to observe it. And this to me is great for lots of reasons. Firstly, it means that um, after years and years of, you know, experimenting with meditation and yoga and mindfulness and really struggling because I got stuck in my head so much and was kind of judging it, the technique that I have developed Um, for myself and for my students and clients which I call neutral noticing and if you haven't yet got into it please 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 do because it is amazing if it's for you if it's not that's okay but I love it and um, you can get hold of the one minute mark which is my free one minute audio life-changing audio um, just by going to Heidi Mark with an e.co.uk forward slash the one minute mark with an E. <laughs> oh, it's so funny having to say with an E again. I remember when I got married um, and I was relieved not to have to say Heidi Mark with an E. And then I found out that the name that I adopted temporarily for a few years required far more spelling out. So that was quite funny. And I was quite relieved to go back to Heidi Mark with an E. Excuse me, I've just got to drink water. Not surprisingly. Anyway, where was I? Yeah, so get hold of the one minute mark because that is access to neutral noticing in the fastest way possible for you. So neutral noticing. So that means noticing completely neutrally what's going on rather than what we do is we get caught up in our thoughts and we get very reactive, particularly if we are 
um, emotional, sensitive people who tend to use their mind a lot for work. So that's what I'm like. That's what the majority of my clients are like. It's easy to get stuck in our head and disconnected from our body. And then we push ourselves too hard and we get really run down and we get really grumpy. And then we start snapping everyone and then everything just feels wrong. So what's lovely for me about (laughs) you can see that I'm laughing because I'm quite enjoying this cold and it's not pleasant as in, you know, it was really hard to go to sleep because I had to keep blowing my nose and my throat hurt. So I had to keep having a drink or trying to ignore it. You know, so it took a while to go to sleep. So it's not like it's great fun. I'm not like, oh, yes, I'm I'm a big advocate of my cold. I'm laughing because I'm able to separate myself from it. I'm not I'm not going into this deep. Woe is me. This is screwed everything up. This is really inconvenient, which is definitely how it would have been before or even, you know, since setting up my business particularly not particularly no mainly when I was a really stressed professional any illness was so difficult to cope with so inconvenient because my whole life was set up to get through in and anything that disrupted my routines in any way really was just too much it just tipped everything everything was so finely balanced and it was just too much and also I found it very very hard to take time off sick I find this really interesting because during the recent um, pandemic, people have been told not to go to work sick, probably for the first time in their life ever. I've been told that not only is it okay to take time off sick, but you are not allowed to go in. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that we'll start being a bit kinder to ourselves and actually taking time off sick and recuperating when we need to, rather than taking flu and colds into work and spreading them around, which was the tradition until very recently. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I don't really have anyone to pass this cold on to. Oh, that sounded a bit sad. <laughs> I've got my partner. He, You know, what I mean is I'm not in an office and he probably won't get it. I don't know why. Hmm, I suppose he could get it. Hmm. Why am I saying that? It's of no importance to you. Anyway, my point is I don't have to worry about whether to go into work or not and whether that might affect somebody. And that is nice. I do like the fact that I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about letting people down. I don't have to worry about um, taking lots and lots of time off sick because I'm very fortunate in that I'm an I'm just naturally an entrepreneur. I I wish I'd accepted this a long time ago. It would have saved so much hassle. But anyway, so that means that I'm working from home and I can adjust my schedule to accommodate feeling a little bit kind of soggy and fluffy in a cold like way. I feel like I'm I'm in a blanket at the moment. I just I seem to have lost my ability to react fast, which is really nice because I think in general we're too reactive. Um, And it's just making me observe what's going on. I'm really, really, really observing what's going on, which is why I'm talking about it on this podcast. Because when we get sick, it can add so much pressure that the overwhelm just goes haywire. And if you've got something like a cold, which tends to make your brain go a bit soggy, and you're already overwhelmed oh my god it's just too much because then you really can't think can't think can't do anything everything slows down and gets very pressured and it's just really unpleasant so for me being able to absorb 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 my i can't speak properly oh 
for me, being able to neutrally notice, to observe completely neutrally, not neutrally at the moment, immediately, like having to make it neutral afterwards. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a moment is really beneficial because what I'm looking at is look how much I've grown and changed. Look how I've deliberately set my life up so that it's not a disaster if I have a cold. And that's a diff. I find that difficult because I I attract professionals and entrepreneurs and I'm often concerned about saying, well, it's easier for me to adjust my day because I'm an entrepreneur. That I don't think it's because I'm an entrepreneur at all. I know professionals who were much better at adjusting their day than I was when I was in full time, very pressured em- employment. And I know entrepreneurs who are absolutely useless at adjusting their day. So I don't believe it's very easy to look at the other people and go, well, you get sick pay. Well, you can sort out your own hours. It's an unhelpful. This is nothing to do with that. This is to do with saying this is what I need. This is who I am. This is how my life works best for me. It's not about whether you are employed or self-employed. So what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So my first reaction was, well, that's a surprise. I've got a really sore throat. And then waking up in the morning going, well, that's a surprise. I've definitely got a cold because I don't feel quite right. And being really surprised at, at having a slight illness, really surprised. Now, what does that tell me? It tells me that mostly I'm healthy. Whereas before, previously, when I was in my burnout phase, I was just getting sick all the time. It was like, oh, I feel really healthy today. Would have been a surprise. Now it's, oh, that's interesting. I don't feel very good. Maybe I'm going to have to reorganise my week to slow down. Because what I really felt was this wasn't a disaster. I could have gone with this is a disaster because actually I have a huge amount of stuff that I really, really wanted to get done this week, which I I don't see. I can't do in the same way I had intended to do. I was going to really, really kick ass on some projects. I was super excited. I've been doing a lot of work um, and I'm in the middle of updating my website and all my, um, you know, visible profiles online to make them truer to how my work has moved on. And that's really important because that's how businesses work. You know, if you're not visible in a way that's true to what you're doing, then it's unhelpful. Um, so it's important work and I was really happily doing it. And I, I all last week I was kicking ass on it and, and I wasn't overworking. It was just joyful work. It was deeply satisfying. I was really happy. And then now I'm like, ah, oh, well, that's not happening because my brain's not working. And a lot of that work is creative. And I can't do that with this currently fluffy brain, which feels like it's got some sort of pink blanket wrapped around it quite comfortably, but useless for my huge, exciting things I wanted to set up this week. So that, again, is curious. But also something else happened to me that I noticed. I noticed that one of the first thoughts that came to mind after ah, I'm ill was, well, you shouldn't be ill. What have you done wrong? You should be looking after yourself better. So all this judgment came. I was fascinated by it. What have I done wrong? Have I eaten the wrong thing? Have I not been for enough walks? Have I not been doing enough yoga or qigong? Or have I not been taking it easy? Where have I been? Where I might have picked this up from someone? Oh, really, really, really interesting. All of this, like shameful judgment pouring down from my mind. Until I went, yeah, 
I'm not interested. Thanks, mind, but that's really unhelpful. It's a cold. That's okay. It's not a disaster. And secondly, I do remember reading recently that having a cold is good for your immune system. So the occasional cold kind of clears out the immune system, up, updates the immune system. So actually, I'm very grateful for my cold. And then once I'd done that, once I'd remembered that quote about my immune system, I suddenly got into this, um, oh, my immune system. How amazing is my immune system? Look, it's functioning correctly. And the joy and the gratitude for having an immune system that works correctly, as opposed to the one that I completely knackered out and really wasn't capable of working as well as it needed to, because I was constantly mildly sick. I was in that unwellness category, always getting viruses. It didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter whether I used hand sanitizer or wiped down my classroom because it was always snotty kids in because, you know, Kids are developing the immune system. There's a lot of bugs in schools. And, you, you know, I, I did used to get my fair share, more than my fair share. Um, anyway, so oh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. This is what happens when you have a cold. You have to let go and go. My brain is processing really, really slowly today. And I'm OK with that. So I can't remember what I was going to say about that, but I am going to talk about this because that was also on my list of things to talk about. Going with the flow. So I could have gone with the, right, I need to get some supplements, fight this cold, blah, 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 blah. And instead, I've just been admiring my immune system, being grateful to my body. Look what it's doing. It's doing what it's supposed to do. This is what it's, this is fine. It's not a disaster. Then I was grateful that I set up my life so I can rearrange some things. I'm still a little bit like, oh, but I really wanted to get that done. But that means that I'm passionate and excited and dedicated to my work. So that's not terrible. Um, and now I'm just in this kind of interesting state of I literally feel like I've been wrapped in a blanket. My brain isn't functioning in its normal way, but it's that's quite nice because my mind, I don't know about yours, my mind can be pretty damn annoying. It can be very judgy. It can be constantly giving me things to do. It's constantly adding to my to-do list and my get better at list. And it's really tiresome. And actually, that part of my mind's not working so well. Not since I called it out on the whole shameful judgment of the fact that I managed to get a cold. No, it's just I'm just not interested. I haven't got the energy to listen to it. I'm just like, yeah, this isn't important. And what I really like about that letting go is I'm kind of sink. I've kind of sunk into this less um, not mindful, less mindless state. You know what is it called? I'm not. I'm not stuck in the mind. I'm really in the body. And the, the because the when we get sick, the body calls to us, doesn't it? It gives us all of this like. It either nudges or it shouts or eventually it'll scream. I need attention. You're not treating me very well. So I am treating my body well. And so because I'm friends, we're friends, it's, it's, it's really not that unpleasant. I'm just kind of accepting the fact that there are things I can't do. Like, for example, for some reason, my partner decided to set up um, to refill and heat up the hot tub last night entirely sure why um except that he loves hot tubs and hot tubs are great except that it's it's quite cold and I can't go in it I'm not going in it with a cold I know that wouldn't be a good thing to do um so and I don't even mind 
I'm just like, no, I just want to stay inside, hunker down with the occasional wander into the garden and the garden. Wow, isn't this a magical autumn? Oh, my God. The light and the leaves are just astonishing. I feel like when I'm sweeping up leaves to make leaf mould for my garden, that I'm gathering gold, precious gold. So beautiful. So occasional, you know, I'll occasionally go outside for a few minutes, say hello to the chickens and then just come back in and rest. And another thing I really like about this state of not really being bombarded by my mind because I'm not listening. <laughs> it's like there's a fog, there's a lovely blanket between my mind's nagging and where I'm sat inside myself. And it's really nice. It's quite cosy in here. And it, what it's made me do is prioritise, which is always a good thing. So if you caught last week's episode with Leonie Dawson, she talks about some serious ways to prioritise, the serious prioritisation that she does because she's very, very easily um, overwhelmed. Um, great episode, had some awesome feedback. If you haven't caught it yet, please do catch it and share it because it is really, really good episode. Um so I guess what's happened to me is this cold is making me do a similar thing. So I'm usually really good with prioritising, but now I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm prioritising right down to my commitments, my commitments to myself, to you, my podcast listeners and my clients and students. So I've just started teaching a um, advanced course, a new course for people who've worked closely with me or been through Get Your Life Back. It's called Adventuring Through Change because what I noticed was that although Get Your Life Back is designed for deep internal change, it's not designed to create, in fact, it's designed not to create mass disruption externally because we tend to get into a pattern of thinking that if we can just um, sort a big external goal or goals out then everything will settle and we will feel happier and more ease and then be able to rest and enjoy our lives and be healthier etc and rekindle those relationships we temporarily have kind of put on hold so we can just get through this really busy period that then goes on for decades um, so get your life back is about getting your life back not about creating mass disruption and change by changing work which is a common thing that I noticed was happening is that people were talking about the need to change work or they were in a process of changing. So I just offered um, this course, it's a beta course, and that started yesterday. So I did that and I've done some work on it this morning because that's my priority. But what I love about that is that's me and my element. I love creating and teaching and being able to do that with a cold and then rest. I love how my work works. That makes me really happy. So if I'd been, if I hadn't been well enough, like if I lost my voice, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would have cancelled. So it's, I'm not. There's. A, it's not what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. For me, I don't know about you, but if I pushed myself to do it and it had made me feel worse, that would have been wrong for me. That's not me walking my walk. But it wasn't. It's just joyful, absolutely joyful and already got great feedback so we're off to a great start super excited oh i'm so easily excited by my work and isn't that in itself amazing and joyful and that is partly why why i am a bit conflicted about going well i really just want to lie on the settee with my dogs because 
actually I don't I really really want to do a little bit of work as well because I love it so much it makes me happy so this is me with a cold and I know it's a bit rambly because I've noticed that my brain is letting go of the train of thought and that's because my brain is currently wrapped in this fluffy pink blanket I don't know why it's pink oh I do know why it's pink ah <laughs> uh, anyway right do I have anything else to say on this other than I hope that you are really really well but I also hope that whenever you are slightly under the weather that it gives you a chance to pause because slight unwellness as opposed to serious illness disrupts our life <coughs> excuse me disrupts our life in a way that can be helpful if we let it be it makes us slow down notice where we are in our life notice how we're treating our body how judgmental we are with ourselves and whether we have time for a cold because if you don't have time for a cold i think there's something wrong personally for me and i know that it would be the same for the people i work with if your life isn't set up so there's a flexibility for a mild illness then there's probably too much in it too much unnourishing demands in it because we should be able to say i have a cold i'm going to slow down i'm going to have this cold i'm going to look after myself i'm going to respect my body i'm going to be an absolute awe of my amazing immune system and i'm going to just go with it so this is me recording a podcast for you oh did i have to do it i can hear you saying no i could have gone this week there isn't one i've got a cold but do you know what i just i can't <laughs> i made a commitment to show up every week and i really love that there's something about that commitment and i don't want to break it and i could have done if i'd been genuinely too ill i, I would have just re rearranged that commitment to myself and to you but I wanted to see what would happen if I just recorded it with the honesty that my brain's a bit fluffy, this will be a bit rambly, it won't be perfect. <laughs> Not that it's ever perfect. Oh, the cult of perfectionism. The fear of being found out, of being slightly rubbish at things. So this is me recording you a special slow down podcast with my cold while looking after my immune system, celebrating my immune system, celebrating myself and you. And I will see you next week. Have an unexpectedly lovely and hopefully healthy week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. If it sounds like your kind of thing, then I invite you to go on over to heidimark.co.uk forward slash the one minute mark and get hold of my free audio so that you can get started on your journey out of overwhelm to creating a life that works for you instead of just working really damn hard trying to find a way to squish yourself in a life that isn't really working for you so that's Heidi Mark Heidi Mark with an e on the end dot co dot uk forward slash the one minute mark Thank you for listening. And anytime you feel like subscribing, sharing, liking, commenting, 
It's so, so helpful. It finds other people find this podcast. Thank you so much for being here.